Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Philippians chapter 1, verse 9 to 11. I read in Jesus' name. Amen. And this day I pray that your love may abound still more and more in knowledge and in all discernment, that you may approve the things that are excellent, that you may be sincere and without offense till the day of Christ. 11. Being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Jesus Christ, to the glory and praise of God. Amen. Amen. According to the New Testament, the word descend, it means, it comes from the Greek word called anakrimo. Anakrino. Anakrino means to be able to distinguish, to examine, and to separate things. To be able to separate good from bad. And according to the Oxford Dictionary, it says, the word discernment is the ability to, to distinguish between things and the ability to perceive differences that exist. We have to understand that discernment is related to wisdom. God's word is spiritually discerned to the human mind. And without the spirit, the things of God becomes foolishness. Without the spirit, the things of God become foolishness. In Philippians chapter 1, verse 9 to 11, Paul is telling the church to pray. To pray in a way that God will open their eyes so that they will be able to know how to share the love of God. Paul is telling the believers to pray that everyone should descend, that everyone in the church should be able to descend in what area God wants them to show forth his love. So this morning as a church, I will want us to be able to pray that God will give us the spirit of discernment. Sometimes we pray for physical things, we pray for material things, but we forget about the things of the spirit. The things of the spirit is the most important thing that Christians need nowadays. We pray that God give me a car, God give me a house. But what about your spirit being? What about your spirit being? 
I like what our sister said in uh, our Bible Academy on, on uh, last week Friday. Last Friday, she said, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and any other thing shall be added unto you. But Christian nowadays, we don't seek first the kingdom of God. We seek first our job, our cars, our money, and whatsoever. But the Bible, we fail to understand that the Bible says, if we seek God's kingdom and his righteousness, anything will be added unto us. Praise God. So from, from this scripture, we understand that it's okay. There are times there are times to pray for physical need. Yeah, we know there are times to pray for physical need. But we stop too quickly. And sometimes we do get to the most important spiritual things. We do not get the most important spiritual things. We don't get them. Because we are focused only on the things of the physical. So God is telling us this morning that we should not dwell only on the things of the physical. We need to pray for the spirit of discernment so that we'll be able to differentiate, to examine who is false and who is true. The Bible says false prophets and teachers has been released from the pit of hell. They are outside looking for who to devour and who to deceive. So this morning, I want us to be able to discern who is true and who is false. Let's mind the kind of message we're listening to. Because there are some messages that can transform our mind to something else. I remember I had an, an encounter with one lady when I was uh, at the Abertine selling newspaper, a homeless newspaper. Um, we had the opportunity to talk about God because she's not a believer. It's a Dutch lady. She's not a believer. So, as we were talking, I asked her, do you believe in God? She said, no. I said, why? She said, she believes in the universe. I said, okay. And she said, what about you? I said, yeah, I believe in God. I, I, I told her, I said, can you tell me more about this your universe that you believe in. She, she looked at me for about two minutes. She couldn't say anything. I said, 
I believe in God because he created the heavens and the earth. And the universe was created by God. So tell me, how did your universe come into existence? That's what I want to know. She looked at me. I said, because everything must have its origin. Everything must have its origin. But God is supreme over all. I said, we are communicating. Please tell me. I want to learn. Maybe it can help me. But I knew what I was doing. Then she said, well, um, I have nothing to say about it. I said, no, you have to tell me because I told you who God is. God created you and he created me. He created the world and everything in it. She said, okay, um, I will go in the, in the supermarket. They went coming out. Maybe I will have an answer for that question. I said, okay. She went in. She came back. And she gave me five euro. I said, but why are you giving me this money? She said, I don't have an answer to that question. That is for us to understand that. God has given us power and authority. That wherever we are, we should lift up his name. We should speak about God in our workplace, in our business milieu, in everywhere we are. Let his name be lifted up. Then I remember one time the lady told me, she said, I want to go to your church. Because uh, be, before, after then, I, I was not yet coming to ACC, so I had nowhere to take her to. Then when I started coming here, I invited her several times because of her work schedule. She couldn't make it. So this is to try to tell us that they are false teachers who want to make you to be separated from your faith. They want to make you to, to give up on your belief. But the Bible says in Daniel 11 verse 32, it says that for those who know their God, they shall be strong and do exploit. So if you know the God you believe in, nobody can change your belief. So Paul was telling the church to pray for a discerning mind. The ability to know the will of God. Because if you know the will of God, Nothing can separate you from, from that will. And if you know the will of God, you will be able to operate according to the will of God. That is where the spirit being come in. Sometimes when I'm talking about um, the word of God, I become so emotional, I pray that may God help me. 
I'm going to use Paul's request as a model for Christian growth and maturity. I bless the name of the Lord because ACC is really growing. When I started coming here, um, that was in March 2021 when the church was just uh, five months old. We were about 50 to 60 members. But now by the special grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, we are more than 400. Can we give God a clap? This can only be God. We are growing in numbers. That's good. But are we spiritually growing? That should be a question. Are we growing spiritually? How is our spiritual life? Is it growing? Am I growing in my faith or am I still in the same level? That is not what God wants us to become. We should not be baby Christian all the time. We have to grow in our faith in Christ Jesus. And we're also going to take uh, an example of, uh, I'm going to read 1 Kings chapter 3, verse 9 to 11. 1 Kings chapter 3, verse 9 to 11. First Kings chapter 3, verse 9 to 11. Therefore, give to your, sorry, therefore, give to your servant. I take it again. Therefore, give to your servant an understanding heart to judge your people, that I may discern between good and evil. For who is able to judge this great people of yours? 10. The speech pleased the Lord, that Solomon had asked this thing. 11. Then God said to him, Because you have asked this thing, and have not asked long life for yourself, nor have asked riches for yourself, nor have asked the life of your enemies, but have asked for yourself understanding to discern justice. Amen. Praise God. Understanding to discern justice. I want us to realize in the scripture that King David, before he died, he called Solomon and said, Listen, son, the Lord has been so faithful to us I want you to continue the same pattern. I want you to be obedient. I want you to keep the commandment and the ordinances of God. The young king Solomon had an encounter with the Lord where God asked him, What do you need? What do you need? The Bible says, Solomon did not ask for wealth. He did not ask for power. He did not ask for riches. But 
what he requested from the Lord was the spirit to descend so that he will be able to govern the people that God has put him in charge of. What I learned from this passage is that Solomon was not selfish. What he wanted was for the benefit of others. Sometimes we Christians, we become so selfish. If God asks us, what do you want? I know that most of us will say, God, I need a car. I need a house. I need a new house. I need my own home. That is good. But the thing that you're asking God to give you, would it be benefit to others? Solomon knew that if he acquired this thing, the spirit to descend and the ability to judge rightly, he will be able to better govern the people. That thing that you're asking God to do for you, is it going to be for the benefit of others? Is it going to be for the benefit of others? God has given us different gifts and ministry. And the reason he gives us this is for us to be able to bless others. It's for us to be able to use that gift for the benefit of others. We should not be selfish. If we love God, the first thing we must do as a Christian is to share the word of God to others. And when we share it to others, then we are walking according to God's purpose and commandment for our life. Preaching the gospel and sharing the word of God is not only for a pastor or for elders or for church leaders. It is for everybody. That is our obligation. That is the commandment that Jesus gave us. It is for, for all of us. We don't have to be selfish. That is what we have called to do. We are saved so that others will be saved. The Bible says, Solomon was known for his ability to discern, thereby making wise decisions and moral judgment. He knew that he knew that he needed these things to govern the people. 
Without this thing, he would not be able. And the Bible says, God did not only give him this ability to discern, but God gave him riches. And that is where we come to the word that says, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and any other thing shall be added unto you. Solomon seek for the ability to discern, but he did not only receive the ability to discern, but he became so rich. So that is where we have to understand that when we go to God in prayer, we should not be selfish. Pray with a desire that if God gives me this thing, I'll be able to bless others. Sometimes what we ask, what we ask to God, it doesn't come. The reason why it doesn't come is because our motive for that thing is not a good motive. And if it is not a good motive, how will you be able to acquire it? And sometimes what we are praying for God to give us, the thing is just beside you. But the version of you will not be able to accommodate that thing. The version of you, the thing, the blessings will not find its full expression. That is where we have to change our mindset. Try to ask God to fill us spiritually. Because when we are filled spiritually, nothing can take us from the love of God. Nothing. The moment I realize this scripture, my perspective about Christianity or about faith changed. We need to dwell in the spirit. We need spiritual things because spiritual things supersede the things of the physical. We need to know what to believe and what not to believe. We are living in a time where the days are evil. We look at what is happening here and there. The world today is not safe, but in Christ Jesus, we are safe. And therefore, we need to know and to find our true identity in Christ Jesus. How do we receive a discernment spirit. I'll be able to elaborate, elaborate on three points on how to receive a discernment spirit while lifting the name of God on high. The first point is prayer. 
The first point is prayer. How to receive the gift of discernment. The first point is prayer. What does the Bible say about prayer? Prayer is our communication with God. Those who are attending uh, the new combat class, they will know what I'm talking about. Prayer is our communication with God. It is a dialogue and not a monologue. It's our communication with him. Whatever we need God to do for us, we must go in our sacred place. When I talk about prayer, it's you being in a sacred place with God. Our prayers should not only be when we are in church, we pray. No. It should be in your private. Pray and ask God to give you the ability to discern the things of the Spirit. Because that is what we need. When we pray every day, we will come to the full knowledge and understanding of the Word of God. Because the Spirit of God gives us understanding of His Word. Without God's Spirit, we cannot understand the Word of God. If we read the Word of God, we are barely reading a history. We don't have the Spirit to understand what is in that Word. But if God's Spirit is in us, we'll be able to understand, not only to understand, but we'll be able to walk in accordance of what is in the Word. The Word of God is standard. Nothing can be added and nothing can be taken out of it. It's standard. And if we, if we pray every day and dedicate our whole being, our whole life to God, there are many things that God will reveal to us. That's why the Bible says prayer is a key. If Jesus did not pray when he was being baptized, the windows of heaven would have been opened. Because the Bible said when he prayed, as he was praying, the windows of heaven was open, and God's Spirit came upon him in the form of a dove. So we have to understand that there is power in prayer. And there are things that God wants to do to us, but we don't want to humble ourselves and come before him in prayer. Prayer should be our lifestyle. If we must have the ability to descend from the Spirit, prayer should be our lifestyle. There are many of us here, God wants to open our eyes, but our spirit being is not active. Our spirit being is not active. The Bible says the, 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 the flesh, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. 
we have to kill our flesh and find moment to pray. Prayer is the key to every problem we are facing, to every challenges we are encountering. Prayer is a key. There are many things that if we pray, God will open our eyes and we will see. I gave a testimony last time here when I have some problems, some difficulties. And the Holy Spirit ministered unto me and said, pray. At that moment, as I finished praying, I got a message, a positive message. So we have to understand that there are some forces of darkness that are holding our blessings. God wants to bless us, but there are some forces that are holding it. Making it to be delayed. But if, if we pray, we go down on our knees and pray, we'll break all stronghold and all barriers. God wants to use us so powerfully in this church. There are people who have the ability to, to see but for a long time, their spiritual life has been down. They don't see anything anymore. But God is telling you this morning, go back to your sacred place. Go back to your sacred place of prayer. If you go back there, the thing you were seen before, the thing you had, God will give you everything back in return. We have to pray. This is a time where we have to pray more than ever before. This is a time that we have to pray. We have to go on our knees as Christians, as a church, to pray. Everyday prayer makes our eye to be open. Last week Sunday, when the worship was going on, the Holy Spirit ministered unto me and said, pray for eyes to be open. And surprisingly, God be so kind, our God is a faithful God. The man of God mount the pulpit and he was praying and he was preaching on the same thing that the Holy Spirit ministered unto me. That's why I said from the beginning that God is in this house. We should not take our gathering for granted. God wants to use us to be a blessing to this nation and to the world at large. So the first point on how to receive the gift of discernment is prayer. As believers, we have the obligation to pray regularly and seek the companionship of the Holy Spirit. 
and seek the companionship of the Holy Spirit. When we pray in the Spirit, things happen. We don't only have the, uh, the, the, the ability to come and, and pray, but we have to pray in the Spirit. The next point is study the scripture. Study the scripture. How many of us have, how many of us do open or read our Bible on daily basis? Oh. <laughs> okay. Amen. <laughs> yeah. As believers, The scripture needs to be studied every day. Not only reading the scripture, but applying them in our daily life. Everything we want is in the word of God. Everything we desire is in the word of God. When we read the scripture, it gives us understanding through the Holy Spirit. And if there's anything we are asking God on, or if there's any answer we need, is in the word of God. Amen. The last point is be obedient. Oh my God. This word was spoken uh, during our Bible Academy on Friday. Obedience. Obedience. I always ask myself um, this question. When God uh, visited Abraham and asked Abraham to go to a land where he did not know, how did Abraham got up and was going to a, a place where he don't even know? If Abraham was one of us, we would, we would be able to ask God a question. But God, where are you sending me? I don't know. I'm not going. Yeah, but Abraham did not say anything. He got up and was going to the land that God asked him to go to. That is obedience. Reading the word of God is good. Praying is good. But are you obedient to that still small voice? God bless you for the song that you sang this morning. Do you, do you obey God's commandment? Do you obey God's word? Sometimes it's so difficult for us to obey. But the spirit that God has given us 
gives us the ability to walk and to obey God's commandment. Obedience is the key of our Christianity. Sometimes God opens our eyes and we see something. I remember when I, some years back, there was someone I saw and God told me to go and tell the person that if he, if she doesn't repent, she will die. It's difficult to approach someone and tell that person about such thing. But I got up in the morning, I went to the person, I said, this is the word of God. I took courage and boldness. I said, what will happen will happen. I went there and I said to her, that God wants you to change and to give your life completely to him. She, she didn't take it seriously. After two months, she died. But the greatest thing is that I did not regret because I transmitted the message. I obeyed the still small voice. And God has been speaking unto us, telling us to do stuff, to do things, but we don't obey. We don't obey. We don't listen to that voice. We are living in a time where God wants to use us so powerfully, but we are not available to be used. If we must receive the spirit to descend, we must be obedient to that spirit. We must be obedient to that spirit. I pray that this year we'll be obedient and we'll be able to do what God is asking us to do. Some of what God is telling us to leave that job but we ask ourselves, hey, how can I leave that job? That is where I'm feeding. That is where I pay my bills and everything. We fail to understand that. When God asks you to leave this thing to another thing, he knows why. Praise God. So this morning as a church, we want us to develop the ability to discern the things of the Spirit. It's not only about the physical things we see. Life itself is spiritual. The Spirit of God, the Spirit that God has given us does not make us timid but gives us power and authority. Wherever we go, wherever we are, let us be able to lift up the name of God. In any circumstances, let his name be lifted up. Jesus is telling us this morning, he wants to use us so powerfully 
He wants to open our eyes. But the version of you is not worthy of His praise. We have to examine ourselves. We have to examine what is from the Spirit and what is from this world. What is from God and what is from this world. We have to be careful with the things we listen. We have to be careful with our association. Who are we working with? The person I'm working with, does he or she help me to grow spiritually? The places I'm going to, does it edify my soul? The moment you understand the things of the Spirit, you will come to the full knowledge and understanding of God's words. To summarize everything, we are going to pray for this. There are two prayer points we are going to pray. As a church, like I said, we have to pray for our spiritual growth. We have to pray for ourselves and we have to pray for others. That is what Paul was telling the church. Paul would have said, pray for me or pray for me to have this and that. But he said, let us pray for each other. I want to ask this question. How many of you in your private time, pray for the church. Okay, I see some hands. Yeah. When you pray for someone, God opens your eye and show you what will happen to that person. When you pray for the church, God opens your eye to see what will happen for the church. So we must have the ability to pray for each other. We have to, to, we have to grow spiritually. We have been eating soft food, but it is time for us to eat solid food. Praise God. This morning, I want to please ask us to stand on our feet. We are going to pray for God to help us that we may grow spiritually. That we may come to the full knowledge of His Word. So that when we go out there to create impact or to make maximum impact, we need to be filled with the Spirit of God. 
Our prayer this morning is for God to help us. Everything else can wait. Yes, God. 